Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, on Wednesday, the University of Limerick will host a conference for the International Prader Willi Syndrome Organisation. Now, if you've never heard of Prader Willi, that's because it's rare. But for people who live with it, it is a daily struggle. It's a genetic condition that affects the metabolism and the ability to feel full. Anne O'Neill's son, Oshin, lives with it and joins us now. Good afternoon, Anne. Hello, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. How old was he when you first got... Uh, and uh, um, the, the news that he had this condition up to that point were people saying various things to you? Um, we we were quite lucky. We found out um, about two weeks after he was born. So Oshin was my first son. And after subsequent pregnancies, I realised, OK, his pregnancy wasn't a typical pregnancy because I really didn't have much movement. So when Oshin was born, he was quite floppy. He didn't make a sound. He couldn't, he had no ability to suck. He was like really like a rag doll. And I suppose everyone kind of knew right there's something not right here. So there was tests done, and I was told it was a various couple of things. And Prader-Willi syndrome was mentioned. I had never heard of it. And within ten days, we came back with a diagnosis of Prader-Willi syndrome. Right. And so uh, he's only two weeks old at this stage. What yeah. what, what kind of treatment can, can he be given at this point, or or, or what's the feeding regimen? Um. So it's it's kind of ironic, really, because um. Oshin had no ability to suck, so I, I tried to breastfeed. That wasn't a possibility. But he really couldn't take bottles either. So he was tube-fed. So there was a tube inserted up, up the nose and down into the stomach, and he was fed that way. Um, he would sleep a lot, so we'd have to set a timer to wake him to feed. And then we were trying to feed him with a bottle while also with the tube, because it was important that he would develop some sort of a suck. Now, we were lucky again. It was He was tube-fed for a good couple of weeks, but then he did have an ability to suck on a battle, but it was very, very time-consuming. There was many a day he was out by the front door with the door open, trying to keep him awake so that he would suck enough on a battle to get enough in. So he spent the first, it's definitely the first year of his life, trying to push calories on him with all his high-calorie food, milk, milk we were trying to give him. And then he did do pretty well on solids. And then, of course, the whole thing with Prader-Willi syndrome is the food issue, the the non-stop hunger that mm. he has. Yeah. Now, the, the, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong here, that there, uh, part of the syndrome as well is an, in, an inability to uh, metabolise calories the same way they, they can, you know, the system can't handle as many. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like it's really, it's doubly cruel in one way um, because while Oshin must have limited calories um, because he can't work it off because his metabolism is slower and he has more fat than muscle on his body. So Oshin will be 19 in August and he wouldn't have the same muscle definition as a regular 19-year-old because he has more fat on his body than muscle and that's the way he was born and it's very hard to reverse that. And then on top of that, his metabolism is slow. And then on top of that, again, he constantly feels hungry and he constantly seeks the need for food. Right. So as he became older then, I assume it was a situation that you had to constantly police his intake of food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we were very, very strict. Um, sometimes my husband and myself, we smile now, but when Oshin came home, he was only a raw baby. He was only, I think he came out of hospital after four weeks. Like we would have had a treat press and that was cleared out. And, you know, we were limiting ourselves and we were very strict on Oshin as he was small. He never got treats. He never got birthday cakes. He never got jellies. He didn't get chocolate. He didn't get any of those things. He had a very, very limited calorie control diet. 
like a treat to Oisin would have been going to nannies, it would have been a DVD, it would have been, it was never food related, it was mm. always um, monitored. Was he able to go to birthday parties and the like? Yeah, we, yeah we were, he was able to go to birthday parties and I suppose some parents would invite him and I knew that they were they were concerned about, okay, what do I do with this child? Because they would say something like, oh, no, there's something to do with food with him, isn't there? And I just really didn't want him to be excluded. I wanted him to be included to parties, but I didn't want to put the onus on the other parents because I knew how difficult it was to manage Oshin's food. So Oshin used to go to a party with a party bag. Mm-hmm. And the rule was, and Oshin knew this and the other parents knew that, whatever was in the party bag, Oshin could have. So it was normally an apple, a rice cake, a white roll, a small white roll, and that was a treat to Oshin because he only ever got brown bread and it was half a sandwich. And maybe another little, you know, fruit bars you can get in house stores now. And if Oshin ate that all in one go, that was his choice. But then there was nothing else that he could have at the party. Yeah. And that worked out well for us, to be fair. OK. And, and what about going to school when he'd see other kids eating sweets or sandwiches or whatever? Yeah. Um, I suppose we were so lucky because at home, you know, we just lived our lives and we were restricted and that's, Oshin didn't know any better and it was when he started going to school that we realised kids had other things but he didn't see them as anything other than it's something else that I don't get. Um, when we were going for a walk one day and his older, his younger sister was, well, I think she was only maybe three and she was looking for chocolate in the shop and I just said, we don't have that in our house. And it was Oshin who said to me, does she have Prada Willie too? And I said, actually no, Oshin, she doesn't. But I said, we just do that to support you. And he said, no, I think that's silly. I think she can have it. Mm-hmm. So we were very lucky that he had an understanding that it was just him that had Prada Willie. And it worked in our favour because my other kids all do sports. They eat at different times. So Oshin would see them eating large amounts of food that he would never, never get. Um, and eating kind of maybe they might have a couple of Jaffa cakes that they're only out the door to a match. Or, But he's used to that now. And it was very cruel at the time. And he would say, can I have something? And I'd say, Oshin, no, you can't. You have Prada Willie. You can't have that. And... When I hear myself saying it, my heart just break. But I knew I had to be cruel to be kind, really. Mm. And it has worked in our favour. He must have found he he must find all this terribly stressful. Yeah, he would. He would. Um, food is um, the top of Oshin's priority list in any situation, in every situation. And he does get very anxious if we're going to somewhere new and he's not sure about you know what kind of food will be there. Will they be able to accommodate me? He would get anxious about coming up to meal times if we had to, if we were going to a match. Now he is he's very good. He's nearly nineteen and he's very flexible now. But it can be very stressful for him. Mm. And the, 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 that his metabolism can't tell him if he's full or not. Does that effectively mean he feels hungry all the time? Yeah, he constantly feels hungry, and he's constantly being told, "You're hungry. Go get something to eat." So. He would have, you know, yourself, if you haven't eaten and you're hangry is a new word out there. Oshin feels like that a lot. Mm. And Oshin knows that the best thing to do is to keep himself occupied. He's fantastic to garden. He walks the dog. He'll do word searches. And he knows to keep himself busy because that's exactly what he has to do. He has to be busy until the next meal or the next snack is around. Um, the part of Oshin's brain that tells him he's full, I'm sure there's a perfectly medical term, but the one mm. we always say to Oshin is, the part of your brain that tells you you are full and satisfied from eating does not work for you. So your body's actually telling you you're hungry all the time when in fact Oshin, you may have just eaten. He's very good now, but especially when he was younger, he would say to me, Mammy, I'm hungry. And I'd say, I know Oshin, but you have just eaten. So it's, you just have to ignore that feeling and we'll go, let's go for a walk or 
let's go do something else. But Oisin's life revolves around food and we try to make it not revolve around food. Yes. The, does he have the, I assume he does have the occasional slip, we all do. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what we call them in our house, we call them slip-ups. So um, I'd love to blame my other teenage children, but <laughs> it's sometimes, it's me, it's like we would be, Oisin is never allowed in the kitchen unsupervised and all our presses are locked. And But Oisin does love to make his own food, he loves to make his own snacks and and that's kind of like an early therapy for him. It's like, okay, I get to be around food even if I can't get to eat it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So he does love to prepare his own food, but someone always has to be in the kitchen with him. But of course, I could might get sidetracked on my phone or someone could get sidetracked or one of the other kids might come in. And um, Oshin is fast. If he sees an opportunity, <laughs> he will take something. Yeah. And it could be a day later I could find an empty wrapper of a packet of biscuits or you know, an empty cheese packet slices or something like that, that he is, he's just taken that opportunity. And he is very upset when it's found out and he's so cross with himself. And But I always say to Oshin, it's not you. It's it's the condition you have. It's Prado, really. And look, I have to work harder. I have to have my eyes on you when you're in the kitchen. And and we just call it a slip-up. And I said, we work at it again tomorrow. Because that's what I tell Oshin all the time. It's something you have to work at. We can't cure it. And I remember the doctor, when the doctor taught me he had Prada, really, I said, well, what's the cure? And he said, there is none. And I said, is there anything we can do? And he said, no. He said, I think you just manage it. Right. And so, right, so, that uh, is what we do. Uh, so apart from, uh, you know, keeping a, a, an eagle eye on, on the diet, there's no other treatment even to slightly ameliorate it? Well, Oshin does get growth hormone and, and that helps with um, stamina for exercise and, mm. you know, and, and muscle tone and stuff like that. And he self-injects himself now every night. Um, but really, it is about managing his environment. And he will be, he, and making him aware of it himself. He's a great kid to eat salads. And he knows in, like, that he can have a larger portion of salad. Like his salad bowl would liter- li- literally be a bowl of lettuce mm. with chopped up peppers, onions, tomatoes, and a small portion of protein, the meat, whatever he chooses. Um, so he's very good to work with it, but it's very difficult. Yeah. Can you go? Can you bring him to restaurants? Is that very difficult for him? Um, yeah, we can bring him to restaurants, um, and it's just a trade. So um, when he was smaller, we would always say to, you know, going, I'd always go in ahead, and I'd say, please don't give us a bread, bread basket. Please don't give us extra portions. Please, because he was... He's, and he still is. He's very handsome now, but he was a very cute, <laughs> blondy, white-haired boy. Says his man. And everybody was, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm biased a bit. But um, they would always give him extra because he looked so cute. And then, you know, the old Irish thing of, oh my God, he gobbled that up. I'll give him another bit. So mm. I always had to go in advance and say, please don't do that. He has a very special diet. And it worked, to be fair. Now that he's older, it's harder because he wants to be independent. But I always say to him, Oshin, when we go to a restaurant, you know, they give big portions. So if you eat that, you're going to have to cut back on the rest of the day. Yeah. Or if you're going to go eating out, uh, so he goes to a fantastic centre in Dungarvan, it's called Gateway, and they eat out on a Friday. So he has to cut back on his snacks then throughout the day to be to afford him to go eat out. Or he might up his exercise. He's a great, he's a great guy to exercise. He um, does exercise every day, plus walking the dog twice a day. He's very, he's very good and he's very driven and he loves routine and exercise is built into his routine since he was a small child. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, the routine is very, very important in all of this. Yeah.
It yeah. is, yeah. Uh, and thanks a million for speaking with us today. Now, if anyone wants any more information on Prader Willie syndrome, you can visit pwsai.ie. Pwsai.ie. That stands for the Prader Willie Syndrome Association. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. On News Talk.